Tap in, tap in. You are now rocking out with Rose Sports, the podcast. I'm your host, Travis Rose. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Well, with the playoffs approaching, every game counts. Today, we will talk about the Boston Celtics on the climb in the Eastern Conference. And up next, we will talk the Denver Nuggets losing their star point guard, Jamal Murray. And lastly, stay tuned as we check in with Jason Kling as he updates us with all things Dallas Cowboys football. But let's jump right in. The Boston Celtics have now won four games in a row. The Celtics are shaking back after a downfall of losses. Credited to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Their maturity this season has turned the Celtics season around. Jalen Brown has elevated his game from shooting the three to his crafty handles. Brown is a problem. His running mate Jason Tatum has been nothing less than special this season. When the Boston Celtics need points to close out a game, Tatum has stepped up time and time again. Tuesday night, the Celtics tipped off against Damian Lillard, a returning C.J. McCollum, and the Portland Trailblazers. The Celtics came into this game the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. Portland, on the other hand, they have lost the last four out of six games. With that being said, Portland came out rolling against the Celtics, moving the ball, getting everyone involved, which led to a 37-28 lead at the end of the first quarter. Although the Celtics would not back down, going on a run, bringing the game within three points at halftime, 57-60. Talk about a dogfight. Neither one of these teams wanted to lose. We take it to the third quarter, where the Celtics starters continued their comeback. Boston starters scored 72 points, while their bench only produced five points halfway throughout this game. Fourth quarter, things got interesting as both teams battled it out in a tight game that came down to the wire. Once again, Jason Tatum stepped up, finishing with 32 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. The Celtics starters outscored the Trailblazers starters by 26 points, not to mention outscoring them in the paint 50-28. to 28. What a game. The Celtics are finally looking like a playoff team. With this newfound success, it's crucial to the Celtics' postseason run. Coming up next, don't go anywhere. We talk the Denver Nuggets losing their star point guard, Jamal Murray. The Denver Nuggets lose their starting point guard, Jamal Murray. What does this mean for Denver? Jamal Murray went down Monday night in the fourth quarter versus the Golden State Warriors with an apparent knee injury. X-rays show Murray suffered a torn ACL. The Denver Nuggets report Murray will be out the rest of the season and even some next season. With this injury, this no doubt will hurt the Nuggets offense. Murray was the Denver Nuggets second leading scorer. Nikolai Jochic has been having an MVP caliber season. Although, with Murray going down, I don't see the Nuggets making it far in the playoffs. Michael Porter Jr. and newly acquired Aaron Gordon are going to have to step it up. It's sad. 
Last year, the Nuggets made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. And now this. Well, coming up next, stay tuned as we check in with Jason Clean as he updates us with all things Dallas Cowboys football. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest on the show today. Full Sail Sportscasting student, Dallas Insider. Listen, if you want to know anything about the Dallas Cowboys, the Rangers, or the Mavericks, talk to this man. I want to welcome to the show, Jason Clean. How we doing today? Hey, Jason, I'm doing all right. What about yourself? Oh, I'm ready for two weeks from now when the draft happens and... Uh and uh, of course, everything that's happening in free agency, uh, trade ups in the draft, trade downs in the draft. There's already been exciting stuff going on. So, yeah, it's a it's an exciting, uh, definitely an exciting time of year. So, yeah, let's get this thing started. Yes, everything's getting shaken up right about now. So, Jason, today I wanted to ask you about the situation down in Dallas with the Cowboys. With the Dallas Cowboys finally giving Dak Prescott his payday, what can we expect from Dak Prescott coming off this ankle injury? Well, coming off of this ankle injury, everything that uh, all of the videos I've seen and everything I have heard is spectacular. I mean, he looks top notch. Uh, I mean, it's just like a pro day, though, from the videos you see because he's throwing against air. There's nothing else. There's no defenders or anything out there. So time will tell. I know that they're uh, expecting him to be back even sooner than normal. Uh, despite missing most of the 2020 season, he did land that huge contract. Four years, $164 million, $126 million guaranteed, which solidifies him definitely as the Cowboys franchise quarterback. But that doesn't mean he isn't doing everything he can do to get back to 100%. It sounds like he'll get there well ahead of the 2021 season, uh, even before training camp. But what's expected in training camp, they're not going to put too much on him in training camp, even in any spring drills that they have, just because they don't want to uh, put too much pressure on him. He's putting enough on himself. But, you know, in the in the games that he did play last year, uh, what, what did we get? Six games out of Dak Prescott. He had 1,856 yards passing with nine touchdowns. So he was on a roll as far as, I mean, MVP numbers. I mean, if you think about it, as far as a whole season goes, do you know how many touchdowns Cam Newton threw last year? No. How many? Eight touchdowns. Wow. So in, in six games, <clears throat> sorry, in six games, Dak Prescott threw more touchdowns than Cam Newton did in the whole season. Wow. So, yeah, expectations are on him big with the money, but that doesn't mean that he's not going to definitely try and come back and be, you know, 100% of what he was starting off last season and, you know, the previous seasons. 
So, yeah, we're expecting a lot out of Dak. That leads me to the Cowboys' offensive line. Dak Prescott can't afford to continue to get sacked. What's the backup plan for the offensive line? Well, uh, Dallas could be looking to force a youth movement. movement. Uh, turning to younger linemen like Adam Redmond and Connor McGovern to fill that vacancy. Uh, They're also eyeballing some guys in the draft. Um, You know, so it's, it's not going to be unheard of if uh, Dallas does take uh, offensive linemen as their first, uh, first round pick. That's how they got, you know, Frederick, uh, in the first round years ago to have the strong offensive line they did. But uh, as of right now, um, yeah, I mean, it could be a youth movement. Sounds interesting. I was reading versatile lineman Joe Looney will be a free agent this year. Looney has provided the Cowboys with the, the edge on offense. What's the plan for Looney? Uh, well, I mean, despite starting 16 games at center in 2018, yeah, Looney is a free agent uh, this year and could easily re-sign. The team certainly has uh, has the need considering the massive amount of injuries the line in Dallas has suffered through the last year. Keeping a versatile interior piece like Looney would certainly make sense. And then going back to your previous question with the youth movement in Dallas, uh, the luxury of an ex- of experience that Looney has as a backup is hard to ignore. So I would definitely recommend re-signing him. It wouldn't hurt my feelings if they did. I know, right? The Cowboys won't have as, have as much need for Looney's veteran experience, but he could still be a valuable piece at the right price. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Hey, Jason, I know Ezekiel Elliott will be the Cowboys starting running back in 2021. How will the Cowboys mix it up in the backfield? Well, they've still got Tony Pollard. Uh, so I don't expect to see too much of uh, uh, anything groundbreaking happening as far as Dallas's backfield goes. Just because... Um, just because Tony Pollard and Zeke have worked so well together in the past, uh, trading plays. And there have been videos out there of Tony Pollard and Zeke, both uh, with off-season drills and uh, gym workouts. So they're getting ready for the season too, definitely. Wow, that's amazing. Hopefully with a balance at running back position, it will make easy Ilya stronger. You know, longevity is key. Longevity is key. Uh, right now, what Dallas is seeking is harmony between the pay and the production with Ezekiel Elliott. That's just something we haven't gotten quite after he signed that big contract. So that we're still looking for that. Right, right. Well, the Cowboys have some work, some work to do. Hey, Jason, I know this isn't about Dallas, but... Did you see the Jadavion Clowney sign with the Cleveland Browns? What do you think his presence will bring to the Browns' defense? It's it's uh, definitely interesting that you bring that up because I was talking uh, today all about that. It was just mind-blowing to me. 
what is this, his third or fourth team he's been with? Yeah, like it, it was big news today. That's why I wanted to ask you about it. So he signed a one-year deal for $10 million. Um, and he, he his quote was, he wants to dominate with Garrett. Those are big. Uh, those are big words uh, coming from Clowney. Yeah. And in my personal opinion, if the Browns are legitimate Super Bowl contenders, which they are, yeah, Clowney isn't that elusive missing piece that will secure their trip to L.A. Not without a drastic career turnaround. Exactly. He needs to stay healthy. He needs to stay healthy and be consistent. And that's not something he has done since he's been drafted. Nope. Well, everyone, that's going to wrap up the show for today. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank you, Jason, for giving amazing feedback about the Dallas Cowboys and Jadavion Clowney signing with the Cleveland Browns. Hey, thank you for having me on, sir. No problem, Jason. Anytime. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. This is the Rose Sports Podcast. Rose out.